0: if you're getting this message it means we were successful once again in getting past the jammers and are now broadcasting on pirate radio from the free state of texas stand by for more critical information to follow many boffins died getting this message. Yeah. it's kind of our vibe i guess but like all the big podcasts they've been going for 10 to 15 years before they see any kind of success at all so
1: yeah yeah that's true
0: we're just screaming into the void but and it, it's not about success anyway it's about having a good time right
1: i was gonna say it makes it easier like talking to someone else so when i did when i was doing mine solo that that did seem i don't know it played with my psyche a little bit it's just like who am i talking to right You're you know talking it's to just yourself yeah for like hours like, that's just that's weird to me
0: i've heard people talk i mean rush would talk about that and then mark levin too talked about that he's i'm just sitting in my basement alone right now just talking to myself but he was good at it i guess he yeah still he's still good at it the best at it Yeah, but, but you had i we and we never greet each other either that's what's weird because we start talking and Immediately about the podcast, but how are you doing today, Greg? (laughs) Uh, I mean, how's it been? It's been a couple weeks, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, better, better now that uh, I've calmed down from, like I said, my, uh, I was pretty fired up, so calmed down a little bit about a lot of what's going on. Uh, Having a nice, solid Saturday uh, morning
0: excellent it's good to hear how about how about for you oh yeah I'm just happy it's the weekend it's their weekend it's been a long long painful yeah. week of work definitely I got like the two to three hour drive every day into the office and sit there in a cube so <laughs> it's really painful I got out in the field one day though that was nice went to a steel mill so there I got go. to appreciate my job a little bit more I saw some guys I mean this is like a two-story steel roller it's a mile long plant and there's guys down underneath that steel roller uh laying in a puddle of oil and grease working on things it's down right now so I was like I'm glad I don't have his job (laughs) It's, it's like it was 100 degrees out and then we're inside of a building and it's humid just dripping sweat and then I look over and I see that guy. And I'm like, well, eh, I shouldn't complain about being in the office. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I'm pretty, pretty stoked, man. That's good. But what well, did you see? Something in the news that got you fired up?
1: Oh, it's just, I, I mean, long story short, yeah. Just, I mean, it's it's everything, and it's it's the way people are reacting, with like the whole. I'm already getting fired up just talking about it. Well done, good. sir. Um, but just, uh, I, I'm i really having a hard time with this this tribalism uh, that people have where um, I don't think this friend of mine will ever listen to this podcast, so that's good. Um, <laughs> But, so I saw this friend of mine on Instagram just posting this thing about when Trump got indicted yet again um, about uh, the, uh, what did it say, the sexual assaulter finally got arrested, but not for that. And it's just like, I mean, say what you want about Trump. Like, I, I you know, I, don't, I really don't care about Trump, the individual, but seeing what they're doing to this guy is, I mean, it's kind of messed up, right? And then mm-hmm. the fact that your your tribalism Will be so bad that you just want anybody other than Trump. That you're gonna deny that Biden also has rape allegations. You're to deny like all this stuff that was that people knew before the election about his ties to China, his ties to Ukraine, and all of a sudden now it's coming out that yeah, all these things are true. There's FBI whistleblowers finally that and, and you're just ignoring all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When Stephen Colbert can call Trump, uh, what do you say, Putin's, what do you call him? I don't don't know. Some derogatory thing, like something pocket, I don't know. Basically, you know, Trump was beholden to Putin, but no one's going to call out the fact that Biden's beholden to Xi and, and Zelensky... And mm-hmm. the deep state, pretty much anybody. Well, like it, it, it just it it blows my mind. And then like, just this constant assault on, uh, like the whole thing with like the Dodgers. I think we talked about it last episode briefly. Those tranny, like, I don't know, blasphemous people that, uh, the I LA Dodgers. The yeah, just like this constant promotion of this crap and then like the PR teams for these people are just are so amazingly good at their jobs that you have people like our our governor here in Kamisola uh, <laughs> was saying they're like, "Oh, we're they're banning books there and we're feeding hungry kids." And it's like, dude, no one's banning books. Mm-hmm. They're taking pornography out of schools. Yeah. I just saw, watched a video of this, uh, like, elementary or maybe it was, like, middle school math class, math class. And they're being told a story about, like, these, I don't know, two chicks making out and stuff. They're, like, showing a video about it. And it's just like, what is the point of this? When kids are failing reading levels, like, they, they can't read at their grade level. They can't do math at their grade level. I mean, yeah. We're failing, and it's just oh man, it just it pisses me off a little bit. Just this yeah. constant assault on like on just basic human decency. You can take all the morality spirituality aside for a second. It's, it's just basic human decency, and it's under constant assault. And yeah. it, it's just stupid. Our intelligence yeah. is being insulted on a daily basis with this. Propaganda that's constantly being shoved down our throats. It's just, oh man, dude.
0: Yeah, it's the uh, it's transhumanism is what it is really. It's a and it's sure. Some sort of form of Marxism, where you're dividing people up into smaller and smaller differences. But it, I don't even know what it's what it is anymore. Like you're saying, I don't know what's driving this. It's what. Where do these Where do these people pop up? This is a new phenomenon, isn't it? I mean, you got teachers showing kids pornography. Like, what is that? I what mean, it is. Accomplish.
1: It is part of the. I mean, it is part of the communist. Uh, I guess idea for taking over America. It is part of that. It is, I think you hit it on the head. It is a Marxist philosophy.
0: Which I well, love it that Trump has now come out and said that with his after he was indicted on these uh, classified documents, he's now come out and he's saying Marxism and cultural Marxism and communism is the real enemy. It's not the deep state, which it is the deep state, but there's something deeper underlying the deep state. They're right. they're cultural Marxists, is what they are.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about it, when everybody you know, for generations gets a Rockefeller education and becomes part of the matrix essentially and brainwashed into thinking a certain way and then goes on to college because they're brainwashed into thinking that, oh, you need a higher education. And you go to these these fine institutions. Like every Ivy League college is a corrupt place. Like if I if, you know. if we have a kid and and our kid ever wants to go to Harvard, I'm, I'm saying no, no,
0: no there, way. There's,
1: there's there's absolutely no reason to go to Harvard, unless if you mm-hmm. want to be a puppet of the government or you want to be a cog in the machine. Like there, there's just no there's no reason for it. But we're we that- tricked and we're brainwashed into into thinking that these things are are, are this lofty achievement so you go there and you get further indoctrinated and then you come out and then you're like yeah all white people are bad and everything is is good that is actually bad and you just push this and then you don't know how to react to people who just disagree and then you so you instantly go to violence Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or you're told you're special
0: what's that because words are violence. So like, if somebody oh, says something you disagree yeah, with, they're assaulting crap. you. <laughs> that's such bullcrap. Like
1: that silence is violence thing. No, it's not. Silence is silence. Violence is violence. That's Action what it is, is violence. It's, it's the so ultimate.
0: Dumb. It's the ultimate breakdown of society. It's just a continuation of everything else. You know, it's uh, Western values are evil first off. And then it's marriage is evil. So you get gay marriage and that gets pushed, which I have nothing against gay marriage necessarily. It's just when it gets, uh, it's just one stepping stone in that direction because it's never, they're never satisfied because it comes from a place of, it's not loving people and treating them equally. It's tearing down society is the goal. So then the next step after, uh, discrediting, the family, first it's the country, the values, then it's the family. And now you're breaking it down farther and going after the kids um, and sexual identity in the first place. So you get these confused college professors who 25% of women now are bi. And where do you think that's coming from? It's, you know, Men are, there's less men going to college than women now. I think it's a 60-40 split. So that's where you're seeing more of this uh, Marxist indoctrination, that's why it's coming from younger women, because more of them are going to college and getting more indoctrination. And that's saying that, oh, it's cool to be gender fluid and if you think that there's only two genders, you're hateful. And so they may or may not be actual gay or homosexual or bi or whatever, but it's the cool new trend to differentiate yourself. Um, So the whole goal of this education is to indoctrinate the kids to farther break apart society. Because if you're confused about something that's so basic as your gender, uh, you're going to be pretty easily swayed into believing pretty much anything at that point. I, I don't think it makes sense. I don't think there's any sense to be made out of it, aside from the fact that it is the goal behind all this crazy crap is the breakdown of Western civilization. And it comes directly out of the the Communists' plan from the '60s that was the plan is to infiltrate the education system over a long term basis and turn everybody against everybody else until the society just crumbles and then then once it crumbles, the real totalitarians step in and put an end to all the crap you know the The people doing all this indoctrination are going to be the first ones to to go if we were ever in a communist regime regime that's a big rant but
1: and but the 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 thing that makes me even more upset about that is, is they don't understand that right they don't understand that no you are exactly what the communist manifesto and the rules for radicals discusses you're a useful idiot exactly and those are always the first to go
0: it's, it's, whether it's the Bolsheviks
1: crit- whether it's Pol Pot, Mao, everybody
0: yeah it's, once you do away with critical thinking and critical thought you have no basis for your arguments so if it's just on you know, if you look at some of the things that these people are saying it's there's no basis it's whoever decides to change the argument tomorrow and say, you know, well now there's six hundred genders, you just have to go along with it because that's that's what society is saying. Right. You have no fundamental basis for your argument. Oh um, man It's doing away with that Greek like the Socratic method and the, the thought process and reasoning. Um just from fundamental principles it's there's always a base to it but this new this Marxism there's no base the only thing is what the state says or what popular opinion is which changes constantly so it's right. like it's almost a uh, it's a uh, exercise an exercise in what you can get away with um, if you can convince people so thoroughly that there's an unlimited number of genders, and they go out to teach it because they believe it so thoroughly. I mean, they're completely—they would—they'd be on board for anything at that point. Right. If we had to kill everybody with glasses, they'd uh, be all on board with that. the well, it's kind Ridge.
1: of right before uh, uh, that trainee shot up that Christian school? Mm-hmm. They were talking about a trans day of violence or vengeance. Sorry.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And even the lieutenant governor here in Minnesota wore a shirt supporting that. So I mean, so what? What was your day of vengeance going to be? I mean, for people that constantly say, you know, like you said, words are violence, and you're having words out there like vengeance. Like, what does that mean?
0: It's uh, yeah. It's it's directly encouraging people to commit violent acts and i i think it, it, it worked it worked to some extent i mean at least one person was encouraged to do it um i'm just surprised and the fact that it's not st- more wide scale
1: the fact that we still don't have that uh manifesto yet like come on dude
0: there's even a there's a movement out there of uh i think socialists for gun ownership or something like that help yeah, that's that's a little frightening. See, that's getting more serious. If it's a bunch of blue-haired lesbians, I'm not very worried. But if there's underground groups starting to train with weapons... And, you know, you could say it from the other perspective, too, is if you're a, a lefty, you would be terrified of conservatives and gun ownership and all this talk, you know. You'd be terrified. But it just doesn't happen, you know. Conservative... Uh... The conservative perspective in the first place is to leave people alone. It's about defending yourself. It's not about going out and committing violent acts. It's defending yourself against people who would per- perpetrate violence on you or your family. You know, it's it's totally different. If we're talking about a militia group, I mean that's that's where it starts to go over the uh, over the line on the conservative side. But I
1: don't see but that even that. then, when, throughout the course of American history. What have militia groups done?
0: Mm-hmm. It's defense, defense based. Yeah,
1: I mean, what what have they done? They, they, they there's not militias out there, you know, ransacking things and and causing chaos. Well,
0: there was the the Michigan militia, wasn't there? And that's that's why they burned down that that church in Waco. Wait, what? Isn't that what <laughs>
1: A militia in Michigan and then Waco, Texas gets burned?
0: Yeah, isn't that, that's what, uh, it was basically when Rush Limbaugh was going on the air and Bill Clinton was just pissed off about it. He's like, I go out here to make a a speech and then Rush gets to go on the air for three hours and refute everything I said. And then they started referring to like the Michigan militia and they had some sort of radio broadcast and that needed to be shut down and therefore Rush needed to be shut down because it was encouraging violence. And then, right after that was uh they started the the church in Waco they went down there Janet Rita with the tanks burned it down yeah the the
1: the branch Davidians that the feds slaughtered mm-hmm. uh, which okay I mean it was I will give you this it was a cult um, there is evidence that you know obviously he's grooming and doing things to kids so Say what you will, but the fact that you slaughtered and burned alive, you know, women and children, I think is obviously a giant government overreach, and that happened uh, around the same time that uh, Tim McVeigh uh, supposedly bombed uh, um, the the uh, government <laughs> center down City. there in yeah. what's that?
0: Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, which that was fabricated. There's Fed involvement in that. Um, that also happened around the same time as Ruby Ridge, which uh, was also Fed involvement, where the Feds like basically killed this dude's family for absolutely no reason.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were really worried about militia groups back in the, the 90s there. Duh.
1: And so, so if you objectively just ask yourself, you know, why, why are they, you know getting up in arms about things, and you got to kind of wonder, maybe it's because they know that they are doing colossal overreach, and they're worried that people are going to stand up against it.
0: Well, I think it's intentional. They're uh, intentionally provoking normal Americans into committing some sort of act of violence so that they can justify implementing some sort of uh, anti-terrorism totalitarian government. I think that's the plan.
1: And it's wild because if you look at it, the only times like there's mass shootings or there are acts of violence is it's deranged commies that believe everything that uh, gets propagandized out there and they go into acts of violence.
0: I mean, it makes sense. You kind of have to be detached from reality or just extremely depressed that's kind of the demographic of uh, deranged lefties. Yeah, I mean, we still haven't heard anything. That whole uh, Vegas shooting just disappeared. Right. You that, have to wonder.
1: That disappeared. The guy who shot up the Republican baseball or softball players, that kind of disappeared and got forgotten about. The only thing that you can somewhat pin on people that lean right is uh, that Charlottesville thing, which that was feds. If if you look at the pictures like how like if you truly believe something to the point where you're going to go to protest it or you're going to go and march for it or against it would you not have something that you've worn more than once
0: <laughs> It was their you know dress I mean? marching clothes
1: Like if you still have crease marks in your flags and your your shirts and your pants and you're all wearing the same thing and then You have hats that are brand new that aren't even. Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. I gotta calm down a little bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean Ted Kaczynski was kind of a. I don't know. I haven't read his manifesto, but um, he was he he was more anti-technology than anything. Just kind of a lunatic. Who was
1: operated or was basically mind controlled by the feds?
0: Yeah, once again, you got that MK Ultra tie there. Very interesting.
1: No, why does it? Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, why does why does everything go back to the government? Everything.
0: It seems like it. I mean, you've got these ties to MK Ultra with like uh, Marilyn Manson, uh, Marilyn. Yeah, Ma- no. I'm confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Manson, not Marilyn Manson although Oh, Charles them. Yes uh, Manson was tied in with MK Ultra. Supposedly that's where he was getting his LSD And why he got released from prison a bunch of times um, And then what else You had uh, the uh, assassin who killed um, Kennedy's assassin uh, some Lee Herbie. Harvey Oswald yeah, the guy who assassinated Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald oh, Jack was, uh, Ruby? Jack Ruby, yeah. And uh, he, he uh, had ties to MKUltra as well and then completely lost his mind in prison right after he was arrested. After a visit from his CIA handler. So they very well could have dosed him up with LSD. You know, to somebody who's never heard of this stuff before, this kind of sounds just like absolute lunacy, but um, there's been books written on this stuff, very well researched. wish I could think of what that book is off the top of my head, Make me sound more sane, but um, yeah, there's lots of ties into mind control and uh, making people convincing people to go out and do crazy stuff like that. So it kind of makes you wonder, like, the CIA's had a tie in this. I mean, that's what they're all about is assassinating people and overthrowing governments, just not in America. Um, Allegedly. But if you're a covert organization who has a black, you know, black books, their budget is not on the record everything they do is secret, you know, what's going to stop them from doing or trying to do some of the same things in the United States.
1: Oh, because it's illegal.
0: Oh, yeah, you're
1: right. I forgot. The the law is supposed to stop them.
0: Yeah, and the, I mean, (laughs) the government doesn't seem to care much about that with this whole uh, Trump indictment thing. Just uh, never, never before happened, you know, it's totally been cool for presidents to take any document they want home and now for some reason
1: wild dude they indict him like so what's the game plan because biden is on like it's even like the new york times reported on it that biden had papers from when he was a vice president sitting in a garage. And, and so nothing's, he's not being indicted? Mike Pence said he had documents. He's not being indicted?
0: It's an example. It's an example. And it's not an example of, well, we want to change things and this can't happen anymore so we have to pick somebody to punish. It's an excuse. It's an excuse to show that they can selectively punish the most powerful representative of the people. It's the, the government, you know, the legislative branch, they can do whatever they want. Whether or not they get a conviction is one thing, but the fact that they're doing it is just flexing muscle and setting an example, saying, We can do this to the president. You think we can't do it to you? You've got another uh-huh. thing coming. That's what I think it's about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with you. It's just a giant middle finger to the American people.
0: It Like, is. Don't vote for this guy again, because he's going to be in prison. It's like, well, you don't understand that if he's in prison, I'm voting for him. Walk over broken glass, man.
1: I just, I don't get how, again, no matter how you feel... About somebody, like, you have to just, you have to realize that eventually stuff will come back to you. Right. So, if you see somebody being horribly maligned by the government, why would you not just support that if he's pledging to fight against that? Mm -hmm. If if nothing else than to just protect
0: yourself. Exactly.
1: But they don't see it because he's got a different letter... At the end of his name, so they don't want to. Well, and again, like, is he the most moral dude? No, mm-hmm. would I trust him to watch my kids like more than I would Joe?
0: Yeah, for <laughs> damn sure. There, you know.
1: Well, I mean, I remember when he uh, was it the twenty sixteen election back when I was on like Facebook and stuff, and people. I don't know that uh, i have gone to college with, or like people would have a problem with how he was morally, and and oh, as a Christian, I just can't vote for this man. And it's, I mean, I, you're not voting for a pope or for right. a, like your church pastor. You know what I mean? You're voting for the guy who can best run the country.
0: Mm-hmm. And you when you look at argument. It, both ways to uh, like, like it's a, so if he's a moral guy, he's like a, a good, that's a good uh, indicator of his value system. But, you know, it doesn't necessarily apply because you get somebody like Mike Pence, who's, you know, supposed or Biden, all right, Biden is supposedly a good strong Catholic <laughs> and it doesn't take much research to figure out some of the stuff that he's done behind the scenes so Right, completely unrelated.
1: But, and that's the so. thing is like, plus if you so if you look back at what he did, we were in no wars. There's no new wars while he was in. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we, all the times where we could have possibly gotten into a war and we didn't. We never went to war while he was in. The economy was great. Like what I mean that I don't know, and you're upset about that, yeah. and then no no one's upset that Biden has been siphoning how much money over to Ukraine to fight a proxy war with Russia
0: like dude, we're talking gonna, about we're uh, gonna go to war with China any day now too yeah,
1: and you're not upset about that.
0: Yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to see the other perspective because I know people who just hate, hate Trump and hate conservatives just because they're conservatives. So, I mean, I can see it, how people just get stuck in a mindset. Um, and if all you're watching is left-leaning news and whatnot, you'd think Trump is the biggest criminal to ever ever run for office. You'd think he is the most corrupt guy in existence I mean just the way that they portray him and the fact that he's constantly being sued and indicted and everything and impeached it's like well there must be a reason there must be a reason why he's being impeached constantly it's just oh man
1: I just I, I can't I, I've never been able to stomach people that won't I guess, research or, like, fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. I've never taken what I was spoon-fed and just go, oh, yeah, it must be true. Yeah. Maybe, I don't yep. know, it's just because I've always been cynical, but even in even in school, growing up, I'd be like, I don't trust what this teacher's telling me. I need to find out for sure. You know what I mean? And But these people just, I don't know.
0: Well, it's a big problem, too, because you'll never know the full truth on anything. So you have to stop somewhere is the problem because you can keep researching and researching something, but you're never going to find the bottom. You're never going to really find the truth. So you kind of got to settle. And I think it's easier if people aren't really interested in politics deeply. Uh, They're going to just stop. They're going to stop at, well, I'm just going to pick a news source. I'm going to pick who I listen to, and I'm just going to whatever they say is probably the right answer. Um, it takes a lot of work to kind of look at the bigger picture and dig and think about it. And we're not, the human mind is not designed to do that. We're designed to work off heuristics. So it's, I, I mean, I see how, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you as well. I'm just, I'm not, not happy with <laughs> just getting spoon-fed anything.
1: And I mean, I don't mean to make this an argument for Trump, but right. it's just you see something unjustly being done to somebody and that mm-hmm. gives me pause. Like why is this the most attacked man in the country right now? Yeah. And clear, like to me logically it just because it's a problem for them. It yeah. Worst case scenario, you know, he woke a lot of people up to the, the garbage that the government's been doing. I mean, it, it doesn't take, a, you know, a poli-sci major to look over the course of history and see how the Democrats get in office and they, they push, push, push to a certain point. The people get upset. They vote for their pre-selected Republican candidate because the Republican is going, to, oh, we're going to undo and we're going to put a stop to all this. And then they stop it, but they don't ever roll anything
0: back. Yeah, so it's always we, two
1: steps forward, one step back. Well, we're still one step forward at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this before. Um, it's it's kind of a, it's a uniparty. So the Re- Republicans and the Democrats, it's just a show for the public to give the illusion of choice. But what really goes behind the scenes is a gigantic machine. And it's not even just uh, Washington, D.C. anymore. It's a global machine. So it's the it's what Trump calls and a lot of people call the deep state um they all think alike they go to the same schools they are the self-selected ruling class and they have been doing basically whatever they want uh policy-wise politically making money um it's it's a business for them it's You know, you don't have to be an elected politician. You can be some sort of government bureaucrat, uh, an ambassador to another country, and you get godlike powers. You get to go over and overthrow countries. Your decisions directly impact that. You can decide, you know, on transportation decisions. Whoa, we're going to just switch over to electric because that's my pet idea. You know, you have almost godlike powers. And they... They have it set up. They have the system set up. You know, you get in there, there's a career progression, and you're untouchable. And the idea of somebody actually coming in who's actually elected by the people to do real things that's not part of their system is a terrifying threat to them. It's a bigger threat than any other country, it's a bigger threat than anything. Um, overthrowing the system that's been set up over decades. That's what I think it really is about. It is. Yes.
1: <laughs> gets me too angry. Yeah. It's too early. It's a nice weekend. I don't need to be this it angry. It is.
0: Well, you got to get it out of your system somehow, you know? Because, like me, I just sit and think about this, and then I try to bring it up with my wife, and it gets her all riled up, and then and it just turns into a bad situation. <laughs>
1: yeah. And honestly, again, I don't mean to keep taking it to this, but that's it, that's honestly why it's brought me back to God. Mm-hmm. Whether it's for the peace, whether it's for this constant uh, thirst for truth, but mm-hmm. that's that's why it's brought me to there, and that that's calmed that energy in me tremendously, and given me an insight into I don't know it's not that bad like if this is all there is if this life is all that there is and all that then yeah this does seem like end of the world type stuff but when you believe in something greater than this and bigger than this life then it, it, it it's still bad but it gives you a different perspective.
0: Mm-hmm. You got to give on to Caesar what Caesar's. Just pay your taxes and don't worry about it. I mean, honestly, what can you do, really, in the grand scheme of things? it's We've got it pretty damn good right now in this country. Things are awesome. And you can drive yourself insane by playing what-if games and just looking down the road. That's the problem because we're looking out at an indefinite period of time i mean just look at like an alex jones figure that's not a very mentally healthy person that's somebody who's really dug down the rabbit hole and is talking about interdimensional child monsters i mean <laughs> that's that's where it leads if you really <laughs> if you really go for it so i mean you're right you got to take into the perspective sometimes the bigger picture and kind of just be grateful for what you have but I mean it doesn't hurt to it doesn't hurt to just at least know about some of these things.
1: Oh, don't get me wrong, like I definitely want to know about it. And but I guess so what I'm saying is that um so clearly seeing all this this wrong being perpetuated by our government and just this Constant, like it, it, it can be very demoralizing and, and send you to a dark spot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But knowing that, I guess, essentially, that there is something else out there. That there's a a different path, and if you read and believe the Bible, that in the end, the good side wins. Then. It makes it just a little bit easier. <laughs> a little bit easier to stomach.
0: Yeah. It, that, uh, that's what Alex Jones... I, I've just been casually listening to him off and on because I can now. But that's what he says. He's like, every time they come at me, they just get ten times worse what you know they throw at me. And it's like, I'm protected by God. He's <laughs> and he's saying it <laughs> in a bombastic way. But honestly, there might be something to it. That whole battle of uh good versus evil there could be something to that but also i don't want to demonize half the country as well if i'm if anybody's listening does well i don't think
1: else. so yeah. i mean i i realize you're kind of joking but like i don't think necessarily that the people have to be demonized and this is something that like uh, my wife and i talk about is that She she always tries to get me to see things from other people's perspectives, which is a valuable tool. But, uh, you know, she brings up a good point where, like, when you, pretty much from elementary onwards, are just constantly inundated with just one way, and whether you want to call it demonic, whether you want to call it communism, whatever you want to call it, but from... Elementary school onwards, you're just constantly told, like, this is how it is, this is how it is, these are good, these are bad, blah, blah, blah. And you just grow up and you continue, you go on to college and continue to get fed that. And then you start watching the news or watching the, the media and you continue to get fed that. You know, it's, it's not necessarily their fault.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if, if, if they know no other way. So, I mean, it, I don't know.
0: And it would be useful. It's useful to hear other people's perspectives, too. It, and it would be nice. I would love to talk with somebody who just comes down completely on the opposite side of things as I do. And I've, I've tried it before. And it just, it devolves, you know. Uh, it's, I mean, this is how tribalism starts. This is how new religions start. It's all this. You just, it's it seems like it's irreconcilable at some point. It, it it'd be fun to just try to have a conversation with somebody who's completely opposite and find somewhere where you agree on things like some common common narrative just some values that you could agree on but it's it's very tough i mean that's i like listening to a bunch of different perspectives too just to try to cuz i don't want to see myself locked in either in some sort of dogmatic uh, position that I don't really understand because I've been there before. I mean, I used to be hardcore conservative without really taking into account the people's perspectives. And you can get locked in that camp as well. I mean, just, I always look at it like, I'm not right. Like, just because I believe something, it doesn't mean it's the correct thing unless I can justify it in some way. Uh, I used like, to be
1: so locked in to being a hardcore, not just not conservative, but hardcore Republican, I voted for Bush both times.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's one of my biggest regrets in life. Yeah, I was young and dumb and didn't you know didn't know. Um, but I don't know. I mean, at that time, like at that at the age that I was, like that was kind of the only way to be counterculture in my age group. Right. When everybody in my age group is, you know, discovering Marx and Nietzsche and all these other things, it's like the only way to go against that is to be hardcore Republican.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Being a so Republican I, was I a I rebel. <laughs> What's that? Being Republican was a rebel, I guess, kind of yeah.
1: And and now it's I mean it's it's more nuanced. Like I I'm, I'm definitely not a Republican. I I don't really I don't subscribe to either quote unquote side. Like I mean I don't even know if I'm going to vote this this next time around.
0: Right. Just I the just, big Trump middle finger. That's the one thing that I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah. That's the only reason.
1: Yeah. That's the only reason why I voted the last time he ran. Like it just. It's cool.
0: Yeah. Voting
1: is. It's fake.
0: <laughs> it is fake. It really is, though. Um, aside from election tampering, if, if that's... I mean, I'm, I think it clearly happened, but it's, it's the old um, pro-wrestling thing, once again. It's, there's two sides, and it's all just... They're all running the same show, you know? You can be... I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat, but really, when it comes down to it, they are a representation of the machine, there right. is no difference. They can say different things, but they absolutely do not believe them. One hundred percent, Republicans and Democrats are the same thing. It's just a show, keep us divided.
1: And I mean, did did they sit down at some points, like have a draft, and like, okay, we want, we want abortion. Okay, well, we want. So that means you guys get pro life. You <laughs> got you guys get the evangelicals. You get the. And we'll take all the commies. And then, you know, they just keep drafting their different ideas. And then, okay, so now for the normal people, the everyday people that have to, like, put up with this crap, then they're like, then we get pigeonholed and, like, oh, well, you have to pick where you stand on these certain things. And,
0: you I think know, that's if you, exactly what happened. Yeah.
1: And then, <laughs> and so it's, then it's like, yeah, and then you just get stuck, like, okay, well, I guess I'm a Democrat or I guess I'm a Republican. hmm. And, like, I mean, if we all just realized that, like, we are all getting screwed equally, like, I mean, I think things would change tremendously.
0: Well, that's why Tulsi Gabbard left the Democrat Party and she didn't join the Republicans, is because she saw behind the scenes. Yeah. And, um, damn, I looked her up, actually. We talked about that, about her being a young global leader. Mm -hmm. And that's a little bit fishy, I'll agree. But she claims that they just put her on the uh, on the list and that she asked them to take her down, which that's what you would say. <laughs> yeah. But she's not on the list. And I don't even think Dan Crenshaw was. At least he doesn't pop up.
1: Oh, he was on it.
0: Maybe I saw it asked. with my own eyes. Did you really? Okay. Yeah. Because I, I spent some time digging into some... Some politicians and not a lot of people popped up on there, but like I know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Klaus Schwab was bragging about how Macron was, yeah, and how, uh, what's his name in Canada was Trudeau, yeah, Trudeau. Now, I don't know if Trudeau necessarily was specifically, but a lot of people in his cabinet is what uh, the guy, uh, Klaus Schwab was saying. And then, uh, like, uh, what's her name? The ex-German uh, Prime Minister. Merkel? Merkel. Yeah, she was, too.
1: How do you feel about the rumors that uh, Trudeau is uh, Castro's love child? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, have,
1: have I haven't heard, heard those rumors. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about it? Have you seen the pictures? No. Oh, man, they... they it, it's a spitting image.
0: Uh, these things sometimes um, we're, we're never going to know. Just like the It's big awfully Mike stuff. suspicious. I looked up the big mic stuff because people are really into that. And I, just, <laughs> I don't see it. I'm sorry. I've looked at a lot of pictures of Michelle Obama and I'm not seeing it.
1: You got to watch the video clips, man. <laughs> there's things there that shouldn't be there. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of things. Like, uh, mm, somebody, some uh, actress coming out and saying that Obama was the first, uh, he's a gay representative because he's the first gay president or something like that.
1: Oh, Joan Rivers right before she died? That's another interesting conspiracy theory.
0: Yeah, I can see how Castro and Trudeau look alike, but... Right? I I don't know how that... I um, guess I don't know why it matters in the grand scheme. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense why he's a commie, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, his mom, like, was a groupie for, like, the Rolling Stones. And uh, apparently, like, his parents were good friends with Fidel. You know? And supposedly... Um, They went down there and she had an affair with uh, Castro.
0: Mm. I could believe it. He looks a lot like Liam Neeson, though, actually. Kind of, yeah. Maybe Liam Neeson's is... He looks a lot like Liam Neeson in this picture here. This one. That I could see.
1: Speaking of Macron, did you know that his wife... Was like his uh, middle school teacher or some of that?
0: Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, it's all creepy. Once you get to that, that, that sphere, it's just there's just weird stuff happening. I mean, the fact that there's that one video of his eyebrow falling off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's just, when you get to that level of vanity, where you have to glue fake eyebrows on, it's like...
1: Or where he dresses in blackface and nothing happens. Oh yeah. Nobody cares.
0: That's that's a Steven Crowder bit every time they talk about or, uh, yeah. Every time they talk about him they play the little Deo clip, you know that song? Supposedly yeah. he was in <laughs> a play where he's on Blackface. Um, was I, that you just
1: telling me about the um, the, the Crowder uh, thing the reason why he got kicked off of uh shoot who was he with the blaze oh yeah because he like i don't know, beat his wife or something
0: i i that may have been why actually now looking back at it because he was supposed to join them and his explanation was that he didn't like the contract that they were just going to take uh take all of his ad revenue and then if he ever got uh uh, blacklisted or uh, taken off a channel or shadow banned, um, he would have to pay them a bunch of money. Hmm. So, he said the deal was bad and he was getting hosed over, but I kind of wonder if that uh, footage was circulating behind the scenes and they didn't want anything to do with him. I mean, it's a bad look. The guy is a freaking just disgusting human being if you look at that, but... Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely not the epitome of morality. So I think he's changed his tune a little bit. It's like when he's, he's touting, it really turned me off. Like, oh, I'm a good Christian and got a strong, you know, really believe in family values and I pray and I'm all this. And then it comes out, he's like just trashing his wife. It's like, come on, come on, man. If you're just a Foul-mouthed comedian, that's okay. I could understand it, but don't pretend to be holier than thou and go out and make your pregnant wife put medicine in the dog's butt, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And not let her have her own car.
1: I think conservatives are just so starved for, I don't know, their own celebrities or something that there's just so many grifters out there. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still I'll listen to the show now and again because it's entertaining. But I'm certainly not going to be a Mug Club member anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the girthy mug; I don't need anymore.
1: Speaking of Mug Club, uh, so I told you why I hate Black Rifle
0: Coffee. Um, I'm trying to remember why. It's because they they uh, bowed to some sort of pressure.
1: Well, one, their coffee sucks. Okay. And two,
0: um, they're communist. Oh.
1: And they, they, they grift off of bro vet culture. Which... Right. I hate bro vets in general, but... <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they, they try to make... I don't They try to make it look like they're Second Amendment, and they're not. They're just... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So... Side note, this is getting me off track a little bit, but I just found out... So, apparently, there's several lawsuits that were out against them. One, when they went public, they got sued for uh, defrauding stockholders. And two, there is a sexual harassment um, suit against them from an employee where Evan, the commie of the two... um, Made an employee strip naked in a meeting.
0: Oh, this one does.
1: And said, like, oh, we should, uh, I don't know how family-friendly you want to keep this, but yeah. said they should do things that two, I don't know, loving men would do to each other.
0: Okay. And
1: so he got sued for that. Yeah.
0: Makes so sense. that's
1: so that's another reason why I don't like him.
0: Okay. Cool, I'm with you. I've never been. So sexual assaults,
1: defrauding stockholders, communism, and their coffee sucks. Perfect. So with that being said, um, I found two coffee companies I enjoy. So if you like spending $15 for a bag of coffee, um, one is Minutemen Coffee. All right. Where with each order, they send you a copy of the Constitution. That's cool, so that's pretty dope, and their coffee's good.
0: that's good, so it's where it should start coffee, yeah, weekend.
1: right, yeah, so that's that's two pluses for them. now, I just found another one um using that public square app. I don't know if you've heard of that or used that I have not done either uh, so it's this app that uh is probably a grift to some degree but um it's basically for non-woke companies. Gotcha. They they're trying to tout themselves as like the the non-woke Amazon basically. Okay. Um so I found this coffee company called Boaz. Oh. And uh one coffee's good. Two uh they they, they claim on their website that uh they Pay their farmers double what is demanded or like what is the standard for fair trade Mm -hmm. so they double that and you get your choice of with each purchase a portion of your purchase you get to choose where it gets donated to and they have five charities they work with and all of them are either pro-life or help combat human trafficking, help rehab victims of sex trafficking, um, lots of different things like that, which is okay. all worthy causes in my yeah, book. For sure. So those are two companies that I want to promote to our 30 listeners or
0: whatever it was. <laughs> all right, excellent. Um, I, I guess I got to I gotta do something too then. Um, there's the... Uh, you know, I haven't tried it, so I can't. I can't uh, tell that. Never mind. But the uh, if you want to get away from freaking AT&T or any of your other providers, you could do uh, Patriot Mobile. Just a, a little tip there. It actually works really well. I've been using it for the last two years. Uh, okay. Dirt cheap, and it works. At least it works in Texas. So I was just frustrated because uh, AT&T is basically funding CNN. So. I figured yeah. I would uh, get away from that, but
1: yeah, I'm with AT and T now, and I'll be honest, with you, they suck. Mm. They're awful. I'm mean, just coverage-wise, let alone you know how they feel-wise.
0: Well, try the the Patriot Mobile thing because it's they don't have any contracts or anything. You just get a SIM card. I mean, it's it's kind of a pain in the butt to get set up initially. Uh, cause their website sucks, but you have to call, call their customer service. But once you get set up, it's, I think you can, I'm paying like 80 bucks a month for two lines.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, it's good to go. It works. I've never been out of service in the Houston area. So. Dang. What what, about when you go,
1: what about when you go to like, uh, just like you said, you're out in the field for work. What about when you go out there?
0: Uh, it was good. I've been over to Louisiana. I've been to Arkansas. It's been good there. Um, I've been up to Dallas. I've, it worked there as well. Um, over to San Antonio, just fine. So, I mean, I've had no problems. It's just I, uh, I only have 10 gigs of data on my plan. You can get unlimited ones, but okay. I use the Wi-Fi enough where I don't need that much data. So if I run over at the end of the month, it'll they'll start to throttle the speed but okay I mean if you get unlimited you you should be fine or if you don't use that much data I mean I, I've had it on multiple occasions where I'm sitting in the car with another guy and they've got either T-Mobile or not T-Mobile uh, AT&T or Verizon and all have service and they won't and yeah so wow I don't know it works all right yeah I'll look into that just uh, don't hate me if the uh, website doesn't work. <laughs> You got to call enough. customer service all right, but anyways, if only we were getting paid for this stuff right <laughs> that'd be
1: that'd be sweet um, oh I did find uh so on that that public square app I was telling you about uh, this local barbecue place that we enjoy is on there so that was cool. I don't necessarily want to say the name but <laughs> Good. Um, I should have known they had a giant, uh, come and take it flag up in
0: there. Nice. Their restaurant. Yeah. Excellent. I see that everywhere down here. Oh, I As suppose. one would. Yeah.
1: Up okay. here in Minnesota, it's, it's, it's pretty shocking in a good way.
0: Right. for it, but. They're just asking for it. Yeah. But that's good. At least there's some, some holdouts. I mean, really. Most of the state's probably conservative. It's just that Minneapolis, Saint Paul area that drives the the rest of the state.
1: Duluth, Rochester, yeah. Duluth. Yeah. yeah. I think last episode I, I went off on my least favorite cities <laughs> in in
0: Minnesota. Pretty much the ones you can name are the bad ones, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: if I if I don't know that you exist you're probably pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. I think Waro, it's probably conservative, but, oh, man. I haven't been
1: out there in a long time.
0: I don't think I've ever been there. I just met a guy, I think he's from there. Yeah.
1: Probably one of the best names of a city I can think Mm -hmm.
0: of. It's the uh, Warpath, named after the Indian Warpath, I think, back in the day. Yeah, well, we didn't even get to the what we started talking about, which was the uh, harmful cell phone signals and Wi-Fi. <laughs> 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 Talked
1: and about that off-air and then yeah. ranted about politics and gave free plugs. So
0: right, it was pretty good free though. Quality. I don't know. I'd recommend watching that whole uh, Robert Kennedy Jr episode with Joe Rogan, I mean, it gives you a little bit of insight. Out. He's, he's, I mean, he's deep into the anti-CIA stuff in the deep state, which you would be if you were a CIA agent, but he, um, he talked about the thing that I hadn't really put together. It was Kennedy was going to pull the troops out of, uh, out of Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And Basically, that and the Bay of Pigs, he said he was going to dismantle the CIA, mm-hmm. just completely tear it apart and get rid of it. And then one month later, he gets assassinated. It's a pretty interesting coincidence there. But it's
1: why you can't yeah. say he's got to do it. That's why I'm
0: surprised yeah. Trump's still alive. I mean, they're, they're still taking the the uh, political smear and uh, legal route with him, but i I bet you anything. If he is steps one foot in the Oval Office again, that's what's going to happen to him. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, but...
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty
0: sure they're going to kill him. At least he's willing to do it, so I give him props for that.
1: I think to some degree, until they outright threaten that they'll kill him, or his family.
0: Yeah, he's probably too full of himself to think that it'll happen. Maybe, yeah, I don't know, well, well, should we wrap it up for the day are you uh you got your you vented out your anger, <laughs> yeah, I feel a little
1: bit better, calm down again, so that's that's probably good, perfect,
0: yeah, it's just uh the catharsis catharsis episode. <laughs>
1: I feel like a lot of our episodes is you being calm and talking about things and me just getting worked up.
0: (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) I mean, I'm always calm. I don't know why, but... Well, sometimes I'm not, but... (laughs) Yeah,
1: I've been getting calmer, believe it or not.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think just a lot of reflection and just (laughs) self-criticism.
1: Yeah, a lot of that.
0: I mean, I I swore in the car the other day because I just about got run over by a truck, but I stopped myself from flipping him off. I was close. I was raising my hand up, and I was like, damn it, this just doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) You know what's helped me? So do you remember those WWJD bracelets?
0: Yep, yep.
1: So I started wearing one of those again. And when you when you are getting ready to flip off somebody in the car and you look down at your wrist and you're about to, you know, throw one up with that, it's like, ooh. That
0: makes it tough.
1: Yeah, it makes it real tough. (laughs) So just saying.
0: That's a good way to live, man. If anybody takes anything away from this, that try it out. (laughs) Try it out. (laughs) Bring back the WWJD bracelets.
1: Yeah. It helps. At least not give people the finger. I don't know.
0: Well, I guess on that note. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great place to end. Be chill, everybody. Golden rule, man. That's something to live by. Exactly. All right. All right, right. man. Hopefully, uh, see you next week. Uh, We got a few episodes in the pipeline yet. Perfect. I'll uh, end the recording here. Goodbye, everybody. Speaking of podcasts and waste of time, get out of here. Get out of here, people. You're wasting your life.